Good morning. It is another beautiful day here in what I call the world of paradise. Yeah, not everyone is as fortunate to live in the area I live, but folks, it is a beautiful day in the heartland of America. You know, I want to thank our listeners across the globe. 58 countries, I'm told, we are now being heard in 58 countries on the planet. I'd never fathom that when we started this just a little over three years ago. We're approaching that three-year mark, and uh, I tell you, our team is just excited to keep bringing you those Monday morning moments of motivation that help you become bigger, better, and bolder in life. Today is not an exception. I have today someone that is exceptional, and I hope you picked up on that. I'm honored today to have one of my dearest friends, a colleague as well, and this gentleman is just so talented. I said, you know, I don't know why we didn't get him on the podcast before today, but, you know, we got lucky. I talked to his booking agent. I've talked to his assistant. I mean, it takes like, you know, weeks and months to get this guy tied down because he is that talented, that busy. I want to welcome to the show today someone that's going to help me talk about the area of life that he has taken to the nth degree. You know, on Live a Life by Design, as your host, I've always brought to you people that are really just killing it in their area of expertise, of how they are changing the world, not just big ways, but those gigantic ways that people then realize the value of what these people can bring to themselves and to the marketplace. And this day is going to be fantastic. I'm honored to have with me my dear friend, Joshua Jensen, but we call him JJ the CPA, known better as America's CPA. Welcome, Josh. Well, good morning, Jimmy. You're very, very kind. And uh, it's an honor to be here as well. And I know that we have been talking about this for a while for me to be on this podcast. And congratulations on almost three years, 58 countries. What an achievement. Uh, it doesn't surprise me at all. You know, when I, First came to Oklahoma about 26 years ago. You were one of the first people that I met in our great society of CPAs here in Oklahoma. And uh, right off the bat, we were uh, good friends. And uh, you've always been a little bit further down the path, which means that I've always had the advantage of learning from you. Uh, and uh, I wouldn't say mistakes. I doubt you've ever made any mistakes, Jimmy. But but nonetheless, uh, I've always admired you and uh, and appreciate your friendship. And it's an honor to to be on your podcast with you. Well, those kind words, of course, very much a verbose words of yours that said too much because I got to tell you, Miss Williams, I'll give her your cell phone number. She will call and list the numerous mistakes I've made. But uh, anyway, hey, but you know what? Just like you, uh, JJ, we do not live in yesterday, man. We live today and we live for tomorrow. So I want to know something. You said you moved to Oklahoma 26 years ago. I was thinking it was further back than that. So thanks for bringing that back up as a memory. And we did meet at our Oklahoma Society of CPAs, which has been one of our sponsors here on Live Alive by Design before, uh, a great organization of CPAs in Oklahoma. Uh, but tell me a little bit about Joshua Jensen, the young man. So tell me a little bit about your childhood. Uh, what what was your family life like? Uh, tell me a little bit about how you grew up. Well, I appreciate that because it's a, it's a fun story to tell about this one man in my life that has had such an impact, and it's my grandfather. And it's uh, Omar Abbott Slater, CPA. And uh, ever since I was about five, at least down to my earliest memories, maybe even a little bit before then, I was in just awe of this bigger than life personality. And he seemed to know everybody and everybody seemed to know him. We'd be able to go to a Dodgers game and, you know, Vin Scully knew him, uh, who was the former 
broadcaster forever with the Dodgers and he knew some of the Dodger players and we'd go to Disneyland and he seemed to know executives there. I mean, these are the places that are important when you're five, right? Absolutely. But what I also, as I got older, was interested in is the independence that he seemed to have in terms of he was traveling. He played golf all the time. Uh, he drove a wonderful car. He had a great watch. He had suits for the seasons. You know, he had a seersucker suit with the white shoes. And as I got into my teenage years and I started thinking like most when you get into high school, what am I going to do for a living? I was like, you know, I want to do whatever it is that my grandfather does. And so I have told people in one of my first interviews, Jimmy, back when I got uh, my first job as a in the CPA industry uh, back in 1993, I told one of the partners and he about fell out of his chair and hired me on the spot was that I have been waiting to become a CPA since I was five years old, meaning I've been waiting at that time to do what it is that my grandfather did. So I went off to college, took my first accounting class on the first day I called him and I said, all right, granddad, tell me now really what a CPA is. How did you become a CPA? How can I, how do I follow in your footsteps? And I'm telling you, Jimmy, the the rest of the story is me following the advice almost that he gave me on that one day, which was get your accounting degree, become a CPA, work for a large CPA practice that you can get in the tax department. And at about a four or five year mark, open up your own CPA practice because you won't know anything, but the only people they're going to hire you are the ones that don't expect you to know anything. And that's what I did, Jimmy. So I graduated uh, high school early, graduated college early. So I started my own CPA practice at the age of 25 and uh, celebrated this last year, 25 years of that. And I just love being a CPA because it helps me uh, get satisfaction from the standpoint of helping others. And now I feel like I more and more understand my grandfather's joy because in the industry that we are in, uh, we get to touch a lot of lives and we get to help a lot of people and in a very stressful uh, situation for most, meaning I'm dealing with taxes. And so to help people uh, feel more comfortable about that, understand it, not be worried about it, so to speak, and uh, that pays out dividends in life, such as if I got a cold, I can get into the doctor quicker, right? If, <laughs> Absolutely. if I ran out of contacts, I can call my optometrist and he'll get me up, you know, contacts overnighted or the heat and air goes out, you know, and the reason I say all that is these are all clients, but they've become friends and lifelong friends, similar to, uh, to you and I, Jimmy, and you have these very similar circumstances, uh, I think, in part because of our industry. Uh, but anyways, that is probably the, the 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 vein that would run all the way from childhood up to now. And I talk about them often. And my son has heard me tell these stories so many times. Uh, he's 20 and uh, he is an accounting major and has made a, a firm decision to become a CPA and has joined the practice. And although he's a sophomore in college, he's already bringing on clients. Now, of course, they're 18, 19, 20 year olds. Uh, but he has that same excitement. And uh, so it's just an honor to pass this down to him as well. Oh, what a legacy. So see, that's that's the key thing people don't think about as CPAs. You know, they don't think of us as that um, person that's really ahead of the curve, multi-generational change, and also talking about the future a lot. People just don't understand what we do. I'll never forget my my parents. So I came from a very different background. So, so my parents were just... Uh, 
My dad had a sixth grade formal education, a PhD in life, as I call it, learned it the hard way, right? Uh, had his own logistics company and did these things. Uh, my mother went back after she, uh, I was in high school, she got a GED. And after I graduated undergrad school and went on to my master's, she got an associate's in business finally at a local community college. So I came from a very different background, but I got to tell you, my own parents didn't understand what a CPA, oh, you do taxes. They just assume all of us do taxes. And uh, so there's so much more we bring to the table for people. And I love the fact you said, hey, you know, uh, I'm not just in this for myself. I'm here to really pour out to others. Tell me real quickly, if you don't mind, what is it is a typical day for JJ, the CPA man? From the time you get up, how do you unfold and maximize the use of your time? Well, and I appreciate that. I tell you what, as I've gotten older, I've had to slow down a little bit in the sense that about a year, a little over a year ago, I had a mild stroke. Um, and uh, that really then made me kind of realize that I do have to do a little bit better job of taking care of myself. But one thing is constant. And, and, and this is, I think, part of maybe my personality and part of why I think being a CPA is a good match for my personality. Something that I learned, you know, I think in part from my grandfather, but I mean, I literally wake up and this sounds so cliche, but I wake up and I'm already thinking about uh, my clients. I'm thinking about my friends because of the fact that I have my own CPA practice and I'm doing tax and it's, you know, driven by deadlines, but there's always something going on as you have friendships. Now, I'm not waking up worried about them. Uh, and so nowadays, I, I'm going to be honest with you, you might be the first person that knows this, but I spend about an hour now in bed, but I spend my first hour returning emails, looking on social media, replying to people, replying to the public at large that has questions about taxes or on any of my social media platforms. Uh, then I get up and I have a, a healthy, uh, light breakfast and I get into the office and uh, work with my staff and my team and focus in on doing the CPA work. And then typically near the end of the day, I'm then back doing the same thing that I started the day with is the emails and the phone calls. And then uh, also uh, I do a lot of videos and I do seminars. And so I'm usually finding myself trying to do that near the end of my day. But I will tell you this, uh, probably really in the last uh, four or five years, um, I started to take uh, hopefully a little better care of myself. Now, I, I say that I didn't do it physically. Uh, so the thing that caught up with me with having a stroke was physically, and no one's going to know this, so I could say whatever I want, Jimmy, but right. but 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 no, this is true. Uh, uh, let's see. So September, October, November, so four months ago to now, I've lost 35 pounds and uh, just eating healthier, sleeping better. Uh, but with all that being said, I think it just has always been a constant for me where I was wanting to put others first. Now, what I'm telling you is four or five years ago, I got a little healthier in that, in the sense of, well, I realized I got to also take care of myself, not even just physically, but you know, mentally and, and having more fun in life and enjoying things. And uh, so all that being said, uh, I think it also came from a standpoint of not wanting to disappoint people uh, in my childhood. Uh, it, there was a lot of uh, gloom to it. And um, I uh, uh, grew up, uh, my family didn't know where I lived other than my grandfather. He was the only one that knew where we lived. And I grew up under an assumed name. Uh, we were in hiding and it turned out my mother had an issue mentally that caused us to be in these circumstances. 
And uh, so all that to say, I was also just in a, I'll just say it, I was in an abusive uh, family relationship with my mom and my stepdad, and we've all patched things up and people are good and, and doing better for all that. But nonetheless, I think also since I was a little kid, uh, having a lot of confusion and uh, always being put into an environment where it uh, was easily negative or something was my fault, even though it was out of my control. So you couple that and there was some unhealthiness that I tried to make positive, which was taking care of other people and not wanting them to be disappointed or surprised. And that turned into doing tax planning that was ahead of the game and never wanting someone to be upset on April 15th and always having a smile on my face and wanting to make sure. So that all coupled well. And it was part of my therapy for ever and a day in terms of just the daily taking care of people. And that's why I say about four or five years ago, I realized I can't take care of others to my mental detriment. I've got to still take care of myself. And so I think I just burned myself out is all that really kind of came you down to. So pour into others' cups, JJ, until we fill our yeah. own, brother, right? Can't yes. fill them up from an empty cup. You know, I tell people, everybody asks me, they go, hey, you take a lot of time off. Jimmy. I go, you know, I've been blessed. I've got a great team. Uh, I can I can function anywhere. We've proven that with COVID, right? You had to work probably yeah. from home at some point or whatever. But uh, I tell people, you know, we can't fill others until we fill ourselves, right? So the reservoir has to have full load. So talk to me a little bit about uh, you, you lost this weight. You got your son now coming into the business. But talk to me a little bit about how you branched out your brand. I want to tell you, folks, JJ the CPA, if you look it up online, just type in on Google, JJ the CPA, you're going to pop up this good looking face of my friend now, 35 pounds lighter, as he said. He always looked great, but now he looks even greater. Uh, and he's going to show you there how you can get highly just technical, but yet entertaining and qualified CPE for CPAs that listen to our podcast. But just for general people, go on and look and see what he's done for branding purposes. Let's talk about that. How'd you come up with the tagline? And I love it because my middle initial is a J. So I'm JJ, the other CPA is what I'm going to start. You know? <laughs> yeah. tell, me, tell me how you came up with all that. Well, I appreciate that. You know, it came from a client of mine who basically we were having a tax meeting and uh, this very client a couple of years earlier kind of has a sports background and he started calling me JJ and it kind of caught on. It was a group of attorneys and we all kind of had a same similar group that we uh, did our referrals with and hung out with. And so JJ kind of started catching on for a couple of years and <clears throat> we finished up this tax meeting and they were having a phenomenal year. We came up with a plan. It was going to save them about a million dollars, what we were going to do in this restructure. And he stood up and he clapped. Now, this is just a room of four of us, right? <laughs> he clapped and he started saying, JJ, the CPA, JJ, the CPA. <laughs> and uh, so with that, it kind of just caught. And uh, from there, I saw an uh, uh, kind of an opportunity to separate myself in terms of that fun that kind of came along with that, you know, JJ, the CPA. And uh, I had it on the side of my hat. I'm on a Dallas Cowboys game with my son and we got some last minute seats. So I'm on row one. Turns out we're in the Dallas Cowboy employee section nice. and sitting right next to me is the CFO from the, of the Dallas Cowboys. And he's looking at my hat and he says, JJ, the CPA. He's like, that is catchy. You need to trademark that. You need to take that to the moon. Yeah. So I have trademarked that, Jimmy. And I love it. 
So if you roll it all the way back, I once upon a time wanted to be in politics. And uh, the reasoning was when you're 18 and 19 and 20, why does everybody want to get in politics? Because they want to change the world. Well, one of the things that drove into that, though, was I wanted to be, I think, the face of something, right? And so anyways, I took JJ, the CPA, and I thought, you know, when I look around, I don't really see anybody anybody can point to and say, that's the face of being a CPA. And when we look at the financial industry or stock markets or you name it, football, there's you know, people kind of thinking names. And, and I want you to remember this. This is at like, this is like 20 years ago. And so I kind of had this dream of, well, maybe I could just become like a CPA that encourages other people to become CPAs. And and I could do other things to make people feel more comfortable about taxes because there's only so much time in the day. And uh, how could I then basically try and make uh, the world better, but as a CPA, because I was fully committed to being a CPA. Now, I'll say this, the kids get born right and get into baseball and dance and Really, all that was put on the the back burner, and uh, probably about 2018, I had a life change, and part of that was uh, uh, a life change. I'll just you know in marriage, and uh, had a wonderful woman come into my life, and I started sharing these things with her, and she was like, you know what? Let's start making this stuff a reality that's been sitting on the shelf for about 15 years, and so. Really, the wind bet- beneath my wings came from uh, now my fiance. And uh, anyways, with that being said, it it was having, I think somebody else say, you know what, that's not crazy. You know what, that's not arrogant. You know what, uh, that sounds like a lot of fun. And as my kids were getting out of the house, my daughter's 26, my son's 20. I was like, well, what am I going to do with all this extra time? And so started a YouTube channel, got JJ the CPA copyrighted. Or, or a trademark, wrote a book, self-published it, got a song on iTunes that uh, Amanda helped me put together. We've hired a rapper and I wrote the lyrics and we put together a, a rap song that you can still find on iTunes. I make about 80 cents a year off of it, Jimmy. And uh, Spend all that at Starbucks, all right? Don't spend yeah. <laughs> and, and we kind of put together a package of, well, what is JJ the CPA? And it was really mindset was to really promote the CPA industry for two reasons. One was how could you do business with a CPA? And two, well, why should you become a CPA? So really, we put in a good uh, 19 months of every day, three posts, every day of video, and it was constant social media. I started doing seminars on behalf of a wonderful continuing professional education group and uh, traveled around the country, went to 50 cities, had t-shirts made up. We made it into a tour and it really didn't go anywhere, Jimmy. And all to say, we had maybe 30 views on a video. We might have a few interactions, uh, had about 2,500 subscribers. And at the time, what we set out was we're going to give this two years. And if it don't hit certain, certain benchmarks, then we're just going to do something else because it was really all for fun. It wasn't to take away. I don't want to ever stop being a CPA. I want to continue to have my own tax practice. It wasn't even part of that. It was literally sounds weird possibly, but it's like, I just, I want to do this for fun. So I literally at the beginning of February, I told Amanda, and this is in 2020, I said, you know, 
I don't think I'm going to put out any more videos because it's tax season. It's busy. I don't have the time for it. We're not going to hit our goals. And so we really put it all to rest right at the beginning of September. And, uh, and then the pandemic hit. This episode of Live a Life by Design is sponsored by Compass Capital Management. Life has a way of overwhelming you. At Compass Capital Management, you will receive confidence in your financial security as we provide direction, clarity, and vision for your future. Our unique process, the Life Plan Solution, will be the guide to you reaching your goals and realizing your dreams in life. Stop worrying about your future and contact Compass Capital Management to help you live the life you desire. Go to www.compasscapitalmgt.com and request your retirement account or employer plan review today. Registered principal securities offered through Cambridge Investment Research Incorporated, a broker-dealer member FINRA SIPC. Jimmy J. Williams is an investment advisor representative of Compass Capital Management LLC, a registered investment advisor. Cambridge and Compass Capital Management LLC are not affiliated. 321 South 3rd Suite 4, McAllister, Oklahoma 74501. So how you communicated during that time, I'm assuming, went out with more videos, more communication pieces on social media. You know, the thing I love about what you're telling me here is, is that you're doing something a little different. Now, the title of this episode, I should have mentioned this to you, JJ, the title of this episode is actually Don't Take a Trail, Blaze a Trail. And so what you've done is literally taking what the CPA profession can do to those that are in need of those valued services and got noticed by them. So I'm like you, though. I started this podcast, and you're going to laugh. I bet we didn't have 200 downloads the first three months. You know, And, and don't take this wrong. I'm kind of like you. I know a lot of people, thousands of people on my LinkedIn and all this stuff, and they were promoting this like you wouldn't believe. And I said to myself, I'm going to give it a year. You know, Everybody says a radio show. You got to give it a year. After the first year, when uh, the engineer sat down with me, I'll be honest with you, I kind of went in the gap, brother. I said, you know what? This just isn't making the impact. We're not getting responses like we thought. He came into me and he said, well, you don't understand. You haven't looked at your insights. And that's how naive I was. So I went to our insights where we're hosted. And he goes, uh, you've got over a thousand a month downloads, which is good for the first year of a show, a brand new show uh, that doesn't use explicit language and all these topics that are right. taboo to me. You know, I'm just not going there. Right. And right. then he said, and you're in 13 countries. And I said, well, you mean states, right? And he goes, 13 countries, man. Wow. I said, seriously? So I said, well, let's just do something else. So all we do is continue to pivot. We want to bring our listeners the greatest, and that's why you're on the show. So I want to ask you some tough questions now. What do you see JJ, the CPA, doing in the next 10 years? Well, and I appreciate that because it's it's at another pivot moment. You know, when the pandemic hit, uh, there was so much going on, and it was coming out quickly. There were two different tax acts, and one of them was the Paycheck Protection Program, and money was going to roll out within seven days. It was already predicted it would run out within probably a day or two. And so I actually turned to YouTube and had never done what I'm getting ready to tell you I had done, which was I put together step-by-step instructional videos, but only meant for my clients. So I was calling clients, and I was texting them, and I was sending them, you know, Here's how you need to produce this. Gave them Excel spreadsheets, but it was happening so fast. So I stayed up all day uh, putting together, then uh, working with my clients. And then as I talked through the clients overnight, I realized, and the banks, well, we need to know this. We got to have this. And there was no time now all of a sudden to be able to help these clients one-on-one. So overnight, I started just recording videos, stayed up all night for two nights and recorded a bunch of videos. 
I didn't have a thumbnail on it. I didn't really have any description. It was just PPP instructional number one, number two, number three. And within that time period, two weeks, I ended up getting monetized on YouTube. I had then now 10,000 subscribers and I'm now at 85,000 subscribers. We have over awesome. 7 million views monetized. And I think the big difference though was the videos that I were putting out during that time and really continued the entire year of 2020 were always aimed at helping somebody as though they were my client. So I never charged for anything, gave away things freely, created a website as a resource. And I think because of the credibility of being a CPA. So yes, I already had a book and a song and a title of JJ the CPA and a website and history of that. But I think it was really in those three letters of CPA, Certified Public Accountant, Keyword Public. And I really took that to heart where I was like, wow, here's a moment to help people. We went live every day for two to three to four to five hours. And I just answered questions. And I think because of that, the credibility of being a CPA, then the enthusiasm of wanting to help people in genuinely, and people saw that by it's all free information. But then I had fellow CPAs and enrolled agents and tax pros that started really reaching out and saying, you have got to start doing continuing professional education. The stuff you're giving away for free is better than what I'm getting that I'm paying for. And I'm not getting any credit for watching your stuff on YouTube. So do something to get us to be able to follow up. So that led into 2022, uh, maybe at the end of 21, but 2022, so two years really after the pandemic of then providing this continuing professional education, but in a similar manner, if you will, and then taking that information and doing videos. The pivot going forward is uh, probably also due to taking better care of myself, where I'm now just packaging my continuing professional education together so I don't have to promote seminar after seminar after seminar and putting together something separate to help small business owners. And I'm pretty much done with worrying about as I got caught up in worrying about the stats and the views and how people reply, you know, reacted to it. And I just have gotten back in the last couple of months of just doing what I did in the beginning, which is here's a video on things I know my clients need to know. And now I'm just sharing it with you. And I'm finding I'm getting new viewers. So with all that being said, it's fun and I'm excited about it. It's allowed me to now uh, do continuing professional education with other societies, uh, not necessarily a part of the group that I represented. So when I look 10 years from now, what I would love is that my son has become a CPA and he would be at that five-year mark, which is about the mark that my grandfather said you should be able to kind of take a a small practice on your own, A to Z. And I told my son, I never want you to buy me out. There's nothing to buy out. I want to pour into you and you just becoming a CPA and uh, continuing the legacy of being a CPA uh, is really uh, truthfully enough. And uh, so 10 years from now, what I would love is I still have the clients that I'm still working with because I stopped taking on new clients in 2018. And you know, as well as I do, Jimmy, people uh, retire, they sell their businesses. And so I'll have a natural less and less workload, but doing then more and more of these seminars, but to a point of 
uh, really in the off season. And, uh, and then really I'm hoping to be a scratch golfer by then. I don't know where you are in your game, but I'm right now about a, I've kind of fallen to maybe about a 14 handicap, but I'd like to be a scratch golfer. And uh, I'm hoping that both my kids are still healthy and they're not married now, but they'd be married and have grandkids. And, uh, but you know, my grandfather until he passed was a practicing CPA. So I don't see it any different way. Um, He played golf. He went in at 10. uh, He enjoyed life. He went overseas. And so I hope to follow in those footsteps as well, as well as, to continue to take care of the people that took care of me and uh, and then passing that on. So the, the the fun thing is, Jimmy, we're at the age now where we have clients and their kids are now around that high school, college, early adult life. And it's just perfect timing because my son Cooper is going to and is already now starting to work with that second generation of clients. And so anyways, I just couldn't be more excited. I do want to be around 190 pounds. I'm just putting that out there because there you when you go. put something out there, there then it becomes a reality. Um, I don't I don't worry about being buff or doing 100 push-ups, but nonetheless, I'd like to be healthy. And uh, so anyways, th- that's the 10-year mark. I gave you probably a little bit more than what you're asking no, for there. No, that's great. So I do think, if you don't mind, your things come to my mind. I leave, uh, this is going to sound rather geeky, but those of our listeners across the world know me. I leave a notepad. Uh, I do Evernote. I use Evernote to record everything so I can respond on my phone or get it up on iPad or whatever so I can see it with me at all times. But at night, I uh, on my nightstand, I leave a, a notepad and a pen. And some of these ideas came to mind. So right then, all of a sudden, I got this epiphany. So his name's Cooper Jensen, right? What about CJ, the CPA? And let's go ahead and get that trademark, buddy, because that's coming, right? Oh, it is. <laughs> now, I, I'm going to tell you something because I don't know that my son will listen to this. But we will surprise him. It was actually uh, my fiance's idea. We're going to surprise him with the trademark of, of CJ, the CPA, when he gets those three letters, uh, just for the fun. And maybe he'll be able to carry on some of that fun. We've had him. Uh, I've had him do some videos for me and the fans. I'll just put it that way, uh, have responded to that. that- Man, so, that, yeah. that is awesome. Great minds think alike, folks, is That's what he's right. telling you. See, JJ and I have a great mindset, but his real, real benefit is having his fiance involved, yes. it sounds like to me. You know, behind every great man, uh, JJ, is a greater woman, I say. Hey, let's right. talk. Let's take a little tangent here just for a minute. Uh, first of all, I do want to go on record. He's got a better golf score than me on handicap. Mine's at about an 18, 19. I haven't played oh, a I lot. I don't believe this. Yeah, no. Hey, I've got to play more. I'll be truthful with you. I, uh, I'm like you. Our businesses have grown so much, and during the pandemic, we were so committed to our clients. I didn't play as much golf as I should, and it's an outdoor game. But uh, I picked up pickleball. How are you on the pickleball court? Well, you would wipe me with it because I have only watched it from afar. Oh, you got to get on the pickleball court. So if you want to lose weight, and I don't laugh, this is part of my workout. I, I lift three days a week. I do cardio three days a week. But I also play on top of that about four days a week of pickleball. And, oh, my uh, God. About, about two hours, That's you wonderful. know. So, so the point is I'm burning a lot of calories and having a great wow. time socializing. And not for this intention picking up a lot of clients because a lot of these people are older individuals getting ready to retire or are retired. And they go, aren't you the retirement planning experts? I go, yeah, that's us, but let's play some pickleball. And, you know, so we play. And then after the game, you know, I hand them a card and they get a free consultation, come in, let's talk. And, and I didn't intend on that, but what I'm trying to tell that to our listeners, you never know where you can help someone in life. If you're looking, you'll see them. Right. So I want to shift just a little bit on something. If you could change with a snap of your fingers right now, just, just click your fingers and it would change. What one thing would you change in your life that would make it even more 
um, enjoyable for you? What would you do? Well, this might not be on point, but uh, I would have gone home for dinner during tax season. So I never missed a baseball game. I never missed a dance recital. Um, I made sure that we still did a spring break. And I sure made up for any time that I was at the office during those 100 days of tax season. But it's the memories that I've lost at the dinner table during those 100 days, during the 20 years you know, or so of my kids. And uh, it, so it really just be that. Now, I don't think I, I'm feel lucky in saying this. I don't think it made an impact on my kids' lives because my daughter's a successful dance instructor and went to New York and has a degree and, and teaches dance at the Oklahoma City Ballet, which is the premier place here in Oklahoma. My son is uh, signed Division One baseball, wasn't able to see that out because of Tommy John surgery um, and now is uh, on the track to become a CPA. So I don't necessarily think it cost them per se, but I lost, I think I lost those memories, but here, here's more what I would say that's more important behind that is I didn't put myself during the busiest time of the year first. I put the clients constant from 4 a.m. to 2 a.m. I mean, so many nights it was two to four hours of sleep, you know, coming home and showering, laying on the couch for a couple hours and going back to the office. And uh, that would be that if I would have changed one thing was if I was home for dinner, then the rest might have been falling into place because I, I I hit burnout at about age 35, had some real serious health issues, recovered from that. Um, and, and all to say that uh, there's always time to take care of clients and those clients that uh, are worth taking care of, they always, and even back then, always would want you to put your family first. So let me be clear. I don't feel as though I neglected my family. Um, but I'm just saying, if I would have gone home for dinner and then back to the office, um, that might have made a, a difference in my own health, um, my avoiding burnout. And so when you're passionate about something and you love it, but then, as I told you earlier, there was some negative parts to my passion, meaning I was passionate, but it was coming sometimes from a standpoint of, well, I didn't want someone to be disappointed in me. I didn't want somebody to be upset with me. If I made a promise, I better make that come true, you know, in, in, in a result. And with that being said, I lost myself in some of that. Now, don't get me wrong. Okay. I had the shoes, still do. I have the watch and I have the car and all the things that come along with that kind of work ethic I had. So there was no suffering going on there. Right. And I didn't realize that I was costing myself. But I will say this, Jimmy, I do, when I had that stroke, uh, and it was mild, which just means that it lasted less than four hours, believe it or not. And for your listeners across the globe, uh, if you don't get to a hospital within four hours, there's actually not anything they can do for you after that four hour mark. Literally nothing other than comfort you. Point is, the blood clot broke up within the first four hours. And I really didn't have much of a physical issue going on, but I couldn't repeat to this uh, nurse practitioner, uh, two numbers that she told me to act. She told me two numbers and she told me to tell them to her backwards and I couldn't do it. I couldn't figure out how to tell time. And that little tweak was, wow, I may lose everything 
if I can't get back on track here. Now, luckily, I didn't need surgery. I didn't have any physical issue that needed to be corrected other than blood pressure, cholesterol, losing weight. And they said you need to reduce stress. And so I had to cut my practice down this last tax season. Didn't work overtime at all. I left the office at 4 p.m. every day. And uh, we got everything done by April 15th, in big part thanks to Alona in my office. Um, and so all that to be said, that's a really long answer. It might have been on point, might have been off point. But if I would have put dinner first, that one hour, then maybe I wouldn't have had a burnout that I had to recover from. Maybe I wouldn't have had a stroke. But nonetheless, I'm here healthier than ever. Hopefully still got many years to go. Yeah, you know, and I will say this, um, early in my career, I'm like you, very passionate. You know, we're both very passionate. We have a lot of similarities in our career path. I, uh, man, I was burning some 18, 19 hour days, uh, literally. So you're going to laugh as we got into April one, I would come home at two or three in the morning. I would shower, shave, change. Well, I'd rest for about two hours, change suits, go back. Uh, and I realized when my children were very, very small, when they would call the office and the office would say, I have a list of VIPs, my assistants, uh, or the, that time the director of first impressions said, Hey, your, your, your younger daughter's on the line, your Gabrielle's on the line, whatever. I'd always take the call. Sure. And uh, and it's kind of like, Daddy, when will you be home? You know, and I just melted because I'm sitting there going, I made these promises, right? Yeah. I did the same thing as you. And I think with the CPA brand, you know, we do what we say we're going to do. We we get yeah. the job done, right? And so I looked at this, and you wonder, well, what's the why does he have the title of this podcast, "Live a Life by Design"? Here's the thing, I was living my life by default, JJ. Mm-hmm. Not design. I didn't design to want to work 20 hours a day, bro. Uh, was making tons of money. What good is that if a you're flat on your back with these cables pushed into you and tubes and all this stuff going, hey, you got to yep. slow down in life, right? So you did some great things on pivoting for your health, mental wellness, uh, your family and so forth. I did a couple of things too, similar to you that I recommend our our listeners all do. I never missed a spring break. So when my kids were old enough to do a little travel or something, other say seven, eight years of age. I just told every one of my clients, it's right before a major deadline in the United States, folks, for those of us listening foreign, uh, March 15th is a big deadline for us here in the United States for tax filing. So CPAs are just swamped to that date. But I left for spring break. And I said, you know, if a client doesn't appreciate that, I'm sorry, but family first, I've got to go. Not one of my clients at a corporate said, hey, man, we don't blame you. Go. We're going skiing. We're going to take off. Don't worry about it. Yeah. And I did that for my kids. I always scheduled on my schedule all my daughter's dance recitals. I have dancers as well. Any pro plays at the school, whatever they did, a soccer game, I was there. And I never regretted that. I do wish, like you, that I'd learned that lesson a little sooner. But, hey, that's life, right? And I don't live in yesterday. So let me ask you a couple other questions. So in, in terms of what you got going on in 10 years, you've told me that. But, but talk to me a little bit about what's the next iteration look like for JJ to CPA in terms of, promoting that brand? Well, I appreciate you saying that because I love actually the in-person and uh, in terms of the interaction and I'm still old school. My son is definitely going to bring better technology to the practice as he gets older. We still deal with paper to scan it after. Um, We still, now we, we got our good technology in play and we're using good tax software, but I still go to my clients' offices to meet with them. I haven't done a Zoom with a client, um, and in part because they're all my age as well. They're like, well, just come on down as normal. Now, I'm, I'm, I am going to back up. I mean, during the pandemic, uh, we did, I didn't go to their offices, but we still didn't do Zooms. We just did it by phone and email. 
But one of the things was before the pandemic, I also did seminars in person. And so that was one of the reasons I love traveling around from Oregon to New York to New Jersey to Atlanta, Florida, I mean, Colorado, Arizona, I mean, everywhere, 50 different uh, different cities. And I really love the in-person interaction with instructing, so to speak, and uh, the continuing education. So you're not ever teaching somebody something new, but maybe you're adding a new layer to something that they didn't know before sharpening their skills or whatever, but it was just fun to do it in person. So I really missed that. And the group that I was doing continuing ed on behalf of, everything went to virtual. And after about six months of doing some seminars like that, I told them, I'm not doing any more. I, I feel like I'm all I'm doing is talking to a screen. I don't even know how many people are on. And so it, when you start to have the in-person I'm there. And there's probably gonna be a lot of people that won't want to do that. And so really where I would see myself in 10 years, and 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 this is now, this would be maybe something else that I put out there and it's just wild and crazy. But the eve of Christmas Eve, we have a tradition where we uh, go see my uh, sisters uh, in Tulsa here in Oklahoma. So it's about an hour and a half drive and my kids always come with me. And anyway, so we're driving there and uh, my son says, you know, well, dad, I mean, you're probably going to hit 100,000 subscribers on YouTube, which is, you know, it's beyond my wildest dreams. You know, all these other things you said you wanted to do, you're doing them. Uh, you know, what's the next big goal for you? And I said, well, you're going to laugh. But I said, if I'm just going to put it out there. So, Jimmy, you're the second person to know. Right, I said, this is big. Here we go. <laughs> I, I said, not because of per se JJ the CPA, although I would be the spearhead of this, but I would love to fill a coliseum. You know, they have to be you know fifty thousand, but I'd like to fill a coliseum of maybe ten thousand people that would want to come and hear about a CPA's journey and how a CPA has done throughout their life, how it's touched people, but in a manner that's not just so that someone would become a CPA, but it would be a story to share that would help somebody maybe just be a better business person or be a little extra motivated or want to become a CPA. But back to that original goal when I was a young, young man was who's the face of the CPA industry? So we could throw out all kinds of names, you know, Dr. Phil and Oprah and Susie Orman. And you're like, wow, that's pretty arrogant. Mm -hmm. Well, you know what? What other goals do I have, Jimmy? And if you're not <laughs> going to believe in yourself, yep. who's going to believe in you? And if you believe in yourself, do you really need everybody else to believe in you? And what would be the reasoning for that? Well, I'm sure some people in my past may say, well, because you got one healthy ego that needs to be fed like a freight train <laughs> with a, a heap of coal every minute. But you know what? I think what it is, is it's the legacy of being a CPA. That's really what kept me going in my childhood. Yes, it was my grandfather, but it was it was the the image of my grandfather. It was the perception that I had of my grandfather, which I believe to be true. But that pulled me through my childhood and and pulled me out of the circumstances and motivated me to go to college and to get through college being the 
first that I knew in my family to be in college. And when I reconnected with my family that I was missing from at the age of 25 and, um, you know, being a CPA and having my own practice and being positive, I feel about life and changing. I, I don't feel I continued all the negative things I may have learned from the parents uh, that I grew up with, my mom and stepdad, and uh, was able to change that behavior and uh, provide a positive future generational shift. But it was because of the CPA. So I haven't, right? I probably, this is what I'll be doing over the next 10 years. You know, how do you package that? That it's not about JJ the CPA. It's not about, well, here's what I did and look at the watch that I have, because I've had all that stuff for the last 15 years. It's how do I incorporate that? And I am going to tell you back to my fiance, she has been telling me and encouraging me. And in fact, we just got back from our annual uh, uh, first of the year trip to uh, the beautiful state of Colorado. And she was talking to me again as we were coming back. And she's like, you really need to put your story into a book, you know, JJ, the CPA behind the numbers and uh, tell people your story because of the way that it might just encourage somebody else. And so that's why it's an honor to be on your podcast, Jimmy, a, a life by design. I think I'm similar to you. There's been a life by default. And uh, so there, there's the big and wild and crazy. But again, I'm saying it for the third time. I guess if you don't say it, it's never going to happen. Uh, but I will tell you this, there was something I told my son five years ago, and uh, it was that I wanted to make a certain dollar amount in one day doing seminars, and I didn't know how I was going to do it. Five years later, the very first time, it was a year and a half after the pandemic, I did a seminar on how to get this credit that's helping small businesses, and I only charged $97. Um, and I gave someone that was a, a four hour seminar. Anyways, all, all the that one day I made that dollar amount, which was earth shattering. Like what? Awesome. $97. That's how many people we had in the sellouts. And uh, so anyways, if you don't say it, and I guess when I say something to my son, then I feel real obligation to try and make it come true. So we'll see. We'll see. How would I do that? I don't know. Uh, but it's probably coming from doing things like this is, just being honest with people and maybe trying to be a little transparent and not pretending that JJ the CPA is actually a superhero. He's just a normal guy. Well, it's once you get into that phone booth. <laughs> yeah, that's right. When we come out of that phone booth, Josh. That's hey, you right. know, this has been phenomenal, my friend. You have been outstanding today in helping us understand more about your line of work, what you're doing for the public and, and people in general. And the one thing I want to say to you is this is you have such a such an aroma about how you talk and how you re respect people. I think that's why you have the success you have. You know, I've had people that come up to me and they go, uh, we really didn't think you were real, Jimmy. You always say you never have a bad day. You just have some days better than others. And they are listening to these podcasts. Well, they're getting a hold of the local people are getting a hold of the people that work with my team. And they're going, Hey, that's him, man. He has never come to work with a bad day. And if he's had a bad day, he's might've shut his door, but we never heard any noise coming out of there. Uh, you know, I'm just that kind of person. You are the same. I, I love, I think we're cut from the same cloth, the kind of the brother from another mother, if you will. Uh, so one thing I would like to say to you is nothing but the best this year, my friend, for you and your family. Uh, I hope you have a wealthy and a generous and a, just an abundant lifestyle from here on out with health as the, as the primary key to that. So uh, thank you so much for joining us. 
if you'll hold for just a minute, we'll get this uh, closed out, friend. Just one moment. All I can say is I am inspired. Josh, you have done an outstanding job of what you do in your life, learning from that that you made in mistakes. Now, folks, we all make those same mistakes. But at the end of the day, we have to learn from them. And that is the key from that. Hey, this week's challenge at Live a Life by Design is simply this. Look around your loved ones, hug your loved ones, spend time envisioning what you want out of life to make it bigger, better, and bolder for you. Go to our Facebook page, Live a Life by Design Community. Leave us some insight of what you see as your bigger, better, and bolder future. And we look forward to hearing from you and listening to you and your comments as we improve our podcast for you in the year 2023. Appreciate you so much. Go out now, live a life by design. You can get a complete transcript of today's show online at livealifeby.design. If you like the show, please tell your friends and family about it. Also, we would be very appreciative if you would leave a review of the show wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been a Life Master Key production. The program is copyrighted by Jimmy J. Williams and Company, all rights reserved. Our production assistant is Amy Cotton. Our intern is Brindley.